Hello. Welcome to episode 20 of the Gentleman Makers Shedcast. Yep, I'm not in the shed, although I have just come from the shed, so I am covered in spiderwebs and sawdust and insulation and fast grab adhesive brackets. Not actually very fast grabbing at all. I had to stand there and hold it for ages and then it let go and fell on the floor. So I had to start again and use uh, brad nails to hold it in place whilst the glue took hold. But there you go. <laughs> you, you can have a, a preview of the shed if you take a look at my latest vlog on YouTube, The Gentleman Maker. It's vlog number four. Uh, I'll remember to put a link in the notes down below for this shedcast. Since the last shedcast, we found that we've had to self-isolate as Nick's son tested positive for COVID-19. So Tuesday morning, I uh, got in the car with an indicated 38 miles on the clock, uh, left of diesel, and I drove a 40 mile round trip, mathematics, uh, to get tested. Uh, whilst I'm showing no signs, it was worth doing. And I had to alert my colleagues in the shop to get my shift covered because we're stuck in here until Tuesday although I shall have to go and get Adam Monday night, as opposed to Saturday morning, which is the norm. So, I've kind of put together a Wix delivery so I can carry on, although I've been very busy with what I've got. Been insulating the... Uh, what have I done? No, I did the floor today, didn't I? Yeah, put insulation down under the third of the floor, got the floor panel back down, and I put a few more battens in the wall to make that sturdier, and... I've been working on the roof. I've been gluing supporting battens between the apex and the eaves beams so that I can infill with insulation and foil and panel over that. And it was one of those pieces that I, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> instant stick didn't stick. In fact, I could have used spider web to stick it. It would have been quicker. And that's done. It's this Thursday, yeah. So I've, I've had all of today because I'm not in the shop this afternoon. Uh, thanks to Jackie for stepping in and looking after some shift time. And Ashley for moving her shift from the morning to the afternoon. So it, it, it all went together quite nicely and the shop stayed open. Fantastic. I've got all of tomorrow as well, Friday. Uh, I should have had a customer visit, but I've had to, to move that to next week, obviously, because I'm not allowed past the threshold. Never mind. It's what it is, and we do it to keep each other safe, don't we? The pat on the back, me. Tea time, hang on. Now, the, the day prior to finding out, we had to isolate. In fact, the morning of the day we had, we found out, uh, I managed to get up to the framing studio and work on a picture frame, plus I got some photographs of my mobile workshop cart inspired by Dave Picciuto over at Make Something. Uh, link below to his YouTube, not, not mine. <laughs> he, he does it. Uh, better than me and Monday gone as mentioned at the top here I shot a quick vlog about the shed and my progress as of then and you can see the enormous mess that I have created <laughs> in fact since then I've been emptying it out a little uh, there's a whole slew of shed related paraphernalia um, stacked up around it we've got a good few dry days here in Kent so I'm making the most of that I feel a little guilty as some of Europe, including not too far from, from here in West London, just 40 miles um, west-northwest of here, 
has had torrential rain. In fact, over at Rains Park, there's the, the Cavern. It's a, a music venue pub that we would frequent to see some live music. Noel, who owns the, the venue there, posted video uh, yesterday of uh, an awful lot of water. The road outside of the pavement and right up to the the door. Um, deep with water. I've no idea how deep, but there were waves. So sympathy to anyone who has endured that in the past couple of days. Uh, and Germany as, as well. Gosh, um, awful amount of rain. Uh, I am grateful that we don't have any over the next couple of days because what I've got outside could do with staying dry. So, topic time. Uh, this one has been prompted, I think, by what's been in the news of late and a certain sporting event that happened Sunday. Now, not, not the tennis, nor the, the tiddlywinks, but um, football. Yes, I know, pick yourselves up off the floor. You know I'm not one to watch football, I never have. In fact, uh, I can safely state that I've never watched an entire football match in my life. Even when I was supposed to be playing it at school, my mind was always wandering through pictures in my head of the latest modelling project I was working on, uh, rather than paying any kind of attention to what was going on before me. Uh, I was not interested at all. Uh, I'm still not really. But, and this is a, a big admission on my part, I did watch nearly all of the recent Euro final between England and Italy. Arranged alphabetically there. No, no favouritism. Uh, Nick wanted to watch it. She's quite keen when it's a game of that uh, magnitude, I suppose. Uh, there was, of course, on my part, a good book to hand. I'm still reading Wilbur and Orville, the story of the Wright brothers and their endeavours with leaving the ground with a powered device. Uh, from my uneducated point of view, our team looked like they played very well. Uh, the Italians play dirty, more shoving and grabbing of shirts, etc., which is filthy. And our boys excelled at being gentlemen that the sport really does need. And whilst they, they didn't win in numbers, ultimately I think they succeeded in being shining examples to everyone else and all the other teams. And it's a pity that our so-called fans couldn't show the same decorum. Uh, their behaviour was appalling, and that's one of the reasons that I have no interest in, in football, because every time I see it mentioned in the news, it's it's negative. And I can't be doing with negative. So as makers, we are always critical of whether we have achieved success in a project or not. There's always something that we see to be improved, corrected, redesigned, uh, to make that thing better. We never really wave a thing off in a complete, finished and excellent state. Well, occasionally, yes, but I think because we're always creating and developing our skills, we never really think of a thing as done. We always like to, to push it to the next level. I can hear Charlie. Charlie's come home. He's been on holiday for a couple of days. I can hear, um, hear him outside the door. He'll have to wait. <laughs> I've got to get this record. No, he's let himself in. How did you do that? Hello. Hey, puppy. Oh, he's ever so excited. Don't we on the floor? Good boy. Sit. Sit. Hello. 
What have you got in your hair? What's in your hair? Eh? What is it? Should we leave this in the shed cast? We will. Okay. Kisses for me. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> Good boy, Charlie. Good boy. I'll just whack the door shut again, huh? He's opened that door. Clever puppy. There we go. So, we're always critical, and I think when we achieve a thing perfectly, we always know that we can push that thing to the next level. Try it a slightly different way, improve our technique, etc. So that success for us is measured in a different way, I suppose. Sure, we've, we've built a thing and we've sold it, or installed it in our house, or, or taken it apart again and reused it. <laughs> I do that frequently. I'll tell you what, if you time-lapsed my shed over the past five years and whizzed it through, it would look like a transformer, constantly spinning inside and out of itself, becoming one thing and then another. Mostly inside, of course. The outside has remained largely the same. Uh, only now am I going to work on the outside, once the inside is complete and how I want it. Got to get myself over to Wix. Uh, as soon as we're free, it should be Tuesday. I've got a, a nice big list, including a stable gun. I know this is whizzing off the success topic here, but I've got a stable gun which I use for picture framing, and I can't get staples for it. Even the staples I buy that should fit it, they're just ever so slightly too narrow, point to point, across the points. So anyway, I've, I'm going to order a new stable gun because I'm fed up with it. I've got lots of staples that don't fit, and I'm, I'm sure they're going to fit a new one because I bought them in Wix. Uh, success. I'm succeeding in the shed. I've set out on a given task. It's fairly well prescribed as to what I'm going to do. I've written an, a list of do this, do that, do this, in a, in a do this before you do this kind of way. There's a word for that. Organised. <laughs> I don't remember that word very often. And it's helping me succeed. And I've learned by experience and through careful tutelage from, from Nicola that organisation is definitely one of the most important elements of succeeding. It's very hard to achieve a thing if you don't quite know what it is you're trying to achieve or indeed take the necessary steps to achieve it. I also find that no matter how much paper thinking you do or, or sketch up work, when you physically go to do the task, there's always something that, ah, oh, I hadn't thought of that. And there are so many elements involved that it's sometimes difficult to envisage everything down to the last nut and bolt if you're using nuts and bolts. When I was designing and building for exhibition use or demonstration kit for product, I would make a bill of materials for everything, uh, list it all out, price each component, uh, note who the manufacturer was, blah, 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 so that you could, with that list, achieve one thing, two things, 10 things, however many things were required. And I've stuck with that process because it helps you cost out a job in the first place. Um, it's it's not quite the same as wet finger in the air quoting. No, it's quite accurate. And in the long run, that really helps. It also gives you a reference. You can go back and, and find where you got all the parts. A, a friend of mine, who I may or may not have mentioned before, she used to build light aircraft, microlights. And because of being an aircraft manufacturer, it was necessary to record every component every single component its manufacturer its date of manufacture uh, its material constituency etc in a big book so you'd get your airplane and a 
fat build manual with every nut and bolt, maybe our nuts and bolts again, <laughs> uh, detailed within. And that obviously led to a successful build. Nothing was missed out. It's not like you, you're building a, a thing from Ikea and you've always got a handful of parts that you swear blind should have been included. Uh, this was a, a real pleasure to see that process there. It's it's knolling on, on the extreme, I think. Uh, I, I visited the factory once and there were parts bins laid out perfectly so you knew exactly what to what bin to go to to get the thing you wanted because you had it written down. It was fantastic. All paper-based as well. I don't think there was a computer in the place. In fact, I'm not even sure if there's any electricity where she was. <laughs> so that's another uh, method for... I'm not going to say guaranteed success, but definitely success. I've waffled. Sorry, I've done it again. <laughs> I was listening to uh, Andy and Jamie Reader um, this morning on the Sunday's edition of Maker's Waffle, and it sticks in your head. And it was nice to get a, a secret mention in there. Oh, I won't say any more. <laughs> if if um, the secret transpires, then fantastic. Let's hope it does. Fingers crossed. I'm going to stop now because it's ten past four. Uh, Charlie needs a proper hello from me, and... I need to go back down the shed for the next 50 minutes before Nick finishes work to do the next thing I can manage and tidy up a bit. Which probably includes taking some more junk out of the shed. Uh, it sounds like there's a lot in there and there, there really is. The shed is about 8, 9, 10, 12, 12 feet long maybe by 10 feet wide, 9 feet wide. So it's not huge. So... It'll be impressive when I share the, the plans uh, on YouTube, perhaps, and Instagram of what's in there and how it all fits. I've got to lose weight to get between everything, I think. That's the secret. <laughs> I'm the problem. So we'll stop there with a quick thank you and a heartfelt thank you to all of those working at the COVID test centres who manage the flow of testees. <laughs> testes yeah okay funny very very professionally very well very safely and very competently it's an easy process if you've any doubt and you need to get tested don't hesitate get in your motor car or put on your push bike and go to one get yourself tested let's keep everybody safe masks on everyone ignore boris he's a waffling fool <laughs> but you knew that already that's it for now take care bye bye Thank <laughs> you.